Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 28th of January 2022, including the Netflix comedy thriller series the Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, <laughs> starring <laughs> Kristen Bell, and, exciting, the return of the Fraggles in Apple TV's Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock. We'll also be looking at the Box period drama Hotel Portofino, starring Natasha McAlone, and Apple TV murder mystery The After Party. First, Ian, what is in the news? Samuel L. Jackson will star in Apple TV's The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, which is a moving series about a man with dementia. That's going to be airing in early March. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, in Netflix's film Red Zone, based on a true story nonetheless, Jada Pinkett-Smith will play single parent Tia, who supports her sons and their friends after Dominic Red, a player on their high school American football team, is murdered. We're going to kick off with a new BritBox series. It's a period drama set in 1920s Italy. It's called Hotel Portofino. And here's a clip. Welcome to the Hotel Portofino. A very English hotel on the Italian Riviera. How utterly charming. Some dreadful racket. I believe some guests are arriving. Oh, I knew we should have rented a villa. How does an English family come to be here in the first place? So this is available from Thursday the 27th of January. It's six episodes available as a box set. Now, if you like glorious Italian seascapes, 1920s glamour, this is the one for you, Hannah. It has been compared to the Durrells. It stars Natasha Macalone who, of course, for me, will always be the woman who Truman fell in love with on The Truman Show, the Jim Carrey film. She is playing Bella Ainsworth. So she's moved from Britain to the Italian Riviera. So you can kind of see the Durrells comparison there. They went to live in Greece, didn't they? And she set up a hotel in the town of Portofino. It's got a little touch of a room with a view, I think, the Merchant Ivory film as well. So she's married to Cecil who is a bit of a drinker, he's a bit of a gambler, and they have two grown-up children, Alice and Lucian. This is written by Matt Baker, who wrote Professor T. I don't know if you watched that. As well as being about the staff and the owners, it's also about the guests. So we have Anna Chancellor from Four Weddings. She's got a great role. She's this snooty Lady Latchmere. The son, Lucian, who's played by Oliver Dench, he is kind of being set up to marry this English heiress, Rose Drummond Ward, who's come to stay. Um, but he actually has feelings for somebody else. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so meanwhile, Bella, who we see writing to a mystery man, she's being blackmailed by the mafia. And the backdrop is that Mussolini's fascists are on the rise. It looks great. And... Clearly, they spent quite a lot of money on it, but I found it quite soapy. But I've only watched one episode, so I haven't truly been drawn in. But, I mean, the backdrop is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, all the people in it are very attractive as well. 
which helps. And it's just the set dressing is terrific. There's a lot of kind of cameras lingering on things like lemons and bottles of olive oil and that kind of thing. So it's a bit kind of home interiors. But yeah, I enjoyed episode one. I wasn't absolutely gripped, but but it looks amazing and it'd be a lovely bit of escapism especially at this time of year what did you think hannah well i do like a bit of cheese and i think that's what this is really <laughs> it's it is very much like the Durrells, i would agree um and the italian backdrop is very very beautiful so it kind of makes it very very pleasing on the eye i think um also though i mean it is a bit cheesy like you said the sort of lingering camera shot on the lemons or the olive oil or you know whatever it, you know typically italian stereotypically italian they can think of and that's why i use the word it's a bit cheesy Surprised there's not some uh, parmesan hanging around. Oh, boom. Um, but it does also sort of look at the kind of the, the fascist era that they were there with Mussolini, um, that timing. So it's kind of it's the historic part of it is quite interesting too. So you might learn something as well, but it is quite soapy. It is quite cheesy. It's definitely one for me. <laughs> Another new series that you're going to tell us about, it's rather different. It's on Netflix and it's a bit of a mouthful. It's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Uh, hi, I'm Anna. Hi, Anna. The truth is that I drink a lot and sometimes I mix it with pills. And I'm here because I woke up this morning convinced I'd witnessed a murder. It's a comedy thriller and it's it's quite a sort of it's quite dark in places um so you see the 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 main the main character played by Kristen Bell um is is an alcoholic or she she likes a glass of wine many glasses of wine and she also likes to take pills with them too um and she she sits by the so the concept of it is that she sits by the window in a very rather nice neighborhood in a rather nice house and looks out of the window and she sees or witnesses what she thinks is a murder, except is it really or is it just that she's a bit drunk and she doesn't really know? And of course, no one, no one actually um, uh, takes her very seriously. And so she, she makes it her mission to, to become um, the investigator on it and she becomes a journalist. And there's some sort of comedy parts where she's interviewing somebody and say, you're a reporter, and she says, yes. And you know, she's not actually recording anything that they say. And, you know, there's some sort of, um, there's lights and shades with this. So whilst the, it's gritty because <laughs> she believes she's witnessed a murder um, and she's struggling with alcohol, um, it's also got some real kind of light, funny parts too. Um, it's executively produced by Will Ferrell. So you can imagine the kind of... Um, uh, the, the comedic parts really work here. I'm not sure, Ian, if, it, if it's one for you. It's, um, I personally, it's eight episodes, so you don't, it's not like kind of like a film where you, you're stuck in it. I, I think it will make you keep coming back for more and more. I, I think it does ramp up the drama, even though it's, it, it's slightly um, far reaching in terms of believability. Yeah, it's a funny one, this, because uh, as you can guess from the title, it's a parody of things like the girl on the train and the woman in the window. And I only watched episode one, but it could easily pass for a similar film, though perhaps slightly more cheesy, uh, a similar kind of psychological thriller. Because for the most part, 
it's played quite straight. But then mm. occasionally they start sort of doing this ridiculous dialogue or voiceover, which is obviously parodic, or there's a bit of kind of slapstick comedy, like she keeps dropping casserole dishes. That's a repeated joke. And then there's a sort of a joke where she she sees her daughter, spoiler alert, and then, of course, it's the ghost of her daughter, and she says, oh, I wish I hadn't forgotten that she's dead. And again, that's kind of a running joke, so the tone of that was a bit odd. But, yeah, it's a funny mix, really, because, I mean, I, in a way, I didn't think it was very funny at all, and in a way, I'd rather they'd kind of just played it straight as a, as a sort of psychological murder mystery. But... Um, mm. She's good in it. Uh, of course, she was in Veronica Mars, wasn't she? She's in The Good Place. She's in Queen Pins, which we, we talked about not so long ago. Tom Riley is the uh, dishy neighbour. He's from da-, da Vinci's Demons, who keeps uh, taking his shirt off <laughs> next to the window. So, yeah, I, they kind of reminded me of a slightly sort of cheesy daytime movie, um, but probably kind of higher production value. So, yeah, I... It, it didn't particularly grab me. And to be honest, I don't think I'll watch any more. You're over it already. <laughs> it is a really funny one. And the, and the, as I say, the title is not exactly the most catchy one in the world, is it? Let's be honest. Now, we've got another series, this time on Apple TV. It's called The After Party. It also is a comedy drama. And here's a clip. Hey, hey, party people. Big ups to Hill Mount High. We started at the upper middle, and now we here. But for tonight, Mikasa. I, I mean, you know how the rest of that goes. Whoa! We're gonna live forever! So, this is available from Friday, the 28th of January. There are eight episodes. You can watch the first three straight away. And then after that, they'll be released weekly. So the setup for this is there's been a high school reunion and some of the people who attended, who are friends, have gone to an after party at someone's house. Uh, it's the house of a pop star played by Dave Franco, who is the brother of... We've all been there. We've all been <laughs> I there. I bet yeah. you have. <laughs> He's the brother of James Franco, of course. And... Um, as we open, he is dead at the foot of this massive cliff outside his mansion. Uh, and these two cops arrive. So there's Tiffany Haddish plays Detective Dana. And she, although she's being told, like, this isn't your case, she's determined to take it over and solve the crime. And she's got a sort of rather idiotic sidekick. So I have to say, <laughs> I did find this very funny. There's a particularly f- amusing part in episode one where they're kind of there's a news flash about the murder or the death we don't know if it's a murder for sure and it's it's telling you about the life of this pop star javier and it includes a clip of a film he made telling the story of hall and oates the singer songwriters and in the clip channing tatum plays uh oates and this guy javier is playing uh hall and it's very very funny so i I thought that was great and the way it's going to play out is each character's story of the night will be told in an episode in sort of flashbacks so it's written by christopher miller 
who was a co-writer on things like the Lego movie and Cloudy with the Chance of Meatball. So, yes, we know he can write funny stuff. It also features our own Jamie Demetrio, uh, star and writer of Steph Let's Flats, the Channel 4 comedy. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It's really funny. It's got a great script. It's a good setup. So, uh, uh I enjoyed it, especially the Hall of Notes. Someone should make that Hall of Notes movie. It'd be brilliant. What did you think, Hannah? Yeah, I really like the premise of this. I mean, it is quite fun. I can imagine sort of, like you say, kind of in my dim and distant past, kind of rocking up to a a party like that and not not the the, the bit where someone's dead, I hasten to add. (laughs) Um, But, you know, kind of just that sort of another world where your eyes are just completely open to a world that, you know, a path that wouldn't normally cross. So I, I really like that. But I also particularly like the fact that each episode is based on each individual character going forward. I think that's a really nice kind of take on it and their version. So, um, yeah, I, it's different. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been, well, it's, there's lots of money thrown at it. Um, and, and I think it works. I think people will like it. Now, we saved the best till last, Hannah. We are a little bit late <laughs> to the party with this one because it actually became available on Friday the 21st of January. But you are going to tell us about the return of the Fraggles in Apple TV's Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock. Hold on to your Belubiuses, because I know exactly where we should go. Tell us in song. I thought you'd never ask. Oh yeah, you now this is going to really tell how old we are because we remember this first time round. <laughs> we know the song and absolutely everything. So Apple TV Plus, I mean they've bought the whole the whole franchise. Um it's a 13 episode reboot of the original 1980s series. So um and I think it was it was created originally by Jim Henson, wasn't it? And I think that um they've done a very good job as you'd imagine they should and would of, of, of recreating something um, and I think often when you have a, a remake or a reboot you worry that it's not going to be as good as the original particularly something like this it's, it's kind of a brave move isn't it even though you've got you know much better technology in place now etc etc but I think always I always think this with the Disney films actually when when they come back a second time around how how will it ruin what you saw before that was so good this doesn't this absolutely, absolutely works. So if you love those colourful puppets, Gobo, Red, Booba, Wembley, Uncle Travelling Matt, they're all back. <laughs> and they're absolutely brilliant. And they're back at Fraggle Rock. Um, so it's just just real fun-filled um, excitement. 13 episodes to get your teeth stuck into. So you can imagine what uh, myself and my children will be binging on. Like it, Ian? Do you like it first time round? Well... This the the return of the Fraggles is such such a big story that it actually was on the lunchtime news last week. Can you believe it? <laughs> As it uh, should be. Yeah. So I didn't watch the Fraggles first time around, but I I did know the brilliant theme song. And so when this one started with a different song, I was like, "Don't tell me they're not going to use the brilliant theme song, which is that Dancing Cares Away Down a Fraggle Rock." <laughs> but fear not, Fraggles fans. <laughs> 
because it <laughs> does feature at the end of the episode. Wonderful. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was a bit mystified by the world of the Fraggle. So I had to go back to the episode one of the original series to, to figure out what the heck is going on. So as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Hannah, Uncle <laughs> Travelling Matt thought he'd kind of discovered this strange new world through a hole in the wall. And it's actually, um, he's actually gone into the home of, of this this old guy and his dog, this human. Um, and in, in the world of the Fraggles, there are the Fraggles and there are the Doozers, who are these much smaller characters who build things. And mm-hmm. then there's also a character who is a trash heap. <laughs> and, <there's, laughs> and then there are these kind of giant characters, I can't remember what they're called as well, who, who try to catch the Fraggles. So, um, yeah. It's great, fantastic music. It's just lovely escapism, and you know, if if you're fans of the Muppets, it's those again, those brilliant puppets and puppeteers. Um, and voice-wise, well, listen out for Patti LaBelle, and look out for Foo Fighters, the American band Foo Fighters. That's a pretty good guest stars to have, isn't it? Pretty good. I love the theme song, and I'm glad they're back. It's that time, Hannah, when you tell me what you've been binging on over the past week. So please reveal your choices. Oh, well, I think we've both been having a look at the pottery throwdown, but I absolutely love it because my eldest daughter is a potter. Also, I have been binging on series three of Afterlife, Ricky Gervais' Afterlife. And you'll know if you listen to last week's podcast that I'm a bit of a fan. I have been hitting the iPlayer pretty hard. I've been getting some couples therapy which is this fantastic series that's been on BBC Two. And it's a fly-on-the-wall documentary account of various couples uh, seeing a therapist in New York. It's really good. I I recommend that. Um, And also, of course, the wonderful David Attenborough series, uh, Green Planet, uh, which is also available on iPlayer. And it's just stunning, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Now, we've got some good stuff coming up next week, I tell you. I've already seen a couple of these and they're great. So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah? Well, I mean, this is we've been writing about this for a while, but the bizarre and true story behind Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's infamous sex tape is told in the star on Disney Plus series Pam and Tommy. I can't I can't wait to watch that. Yes, that's uh, I've watched an episode and it's very, very good. It's quite funny. And <laughs> move over Tom Cruise, Alan Richson is bringing the iconic vigilante hero Jack Reacher to the small screen in Amazon Prime Video's Reacher. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime, 